live, Bill, on YouTube. It's the Kamish Perry and for to Bill. Bill, we got one more week till the playoffs, and you know what that means. That means it's seven days. Important nature of the buy. So yes, very much. We so. have discussed it. Big, big uh, buy implications coming up in this week. We'll get to all of that. Uh, but first, Bill, let's get to the gritty gazette. Which, uh, for better or for worse, Patrick has handed off <laughs> the top three players and goalies of the week to us because we keep correcting him. Probably, I don't blame him uh, for that. So let's go to our top three uh, forwards of the week, Bill. And coming in at number one on the week, it's Mike Zabanajad. Yeah, he did okay during the week. He did all right. 32 points, 32 and a half points for Zabanajad, 8.1 per game. Four many, of those, many of those in one game. Yeah, I think that uh, the Flyers need to stop being terrible, especially against the Rangers. Well, the Capitals had been that way against the Rangers for a while, but not to the extent that Philly had, but you're right. So Zabanajad number one, uh, Phil Kessel for Arizona. What's up, Phil? Put down his hot dog and put up 28.25 points, seven per game, five goals on the week. Uh, I believe that was tied for the most in the league with Rocco Grimaldi, of all people. Yes. Then Martin Natchez from Carolina and, of course, Chicago. Uh, Tom's uh, center slash winger. He's available in both, still on his uh, e- ELC, 25 points for uh, Natchez. The Carolina just, connection for Chicago. Yep, 8.33 per game, four goals, three assists. So those are your top forwards of the week. Your top defenseman, Bill, led off by our top overall point getter, which I'm not sure how many times that's happened this year. I should be keeping better track of these things. But it is Adam Fox, the former Harvard Crimson, uh, plays for Boston in our Empire Hockey Association Rangers in real life. 35 fantasy points on the week, 8.75. He had a goal and 10 assists. And again, reaping many of the benefits of playing the Flyers again. Yes. For the IRL Rangers. Yes. Second top D-man was a return to form for Chris Letang, of all people, in Pittsburgh, where I think the Penguins are secretly kind of turning things on. I know Sidney Crosby's been hot. They're right in the thick of it in there in the East Division. You only figured it was a matter of time. That that was a pretty veteran team. That Washington, Pitt, and Boston are all right there. And the Islanders. It, it, you figure those are the four teams that are going to be in. Latang, 19.7. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say even with the decent amount of time left, the East is going to play out that way, I think. Latang, the second <clears throat> leading defenseman on the week, plays for Winnipeg in our league. He's 33 years old. He's making a hefty $7.25 million a year. But he put up almost 20 points, six and a half per game, a goal and four assists. Probably some other defensive stuff too as well. Roman Yossi for Nashville plays for uh, the Anaheim Ducks in our league for Bruce. He's making, I didn't realize he must have signed a new deal, almost $12 million uh, for Yossi. But he put up 18 points. That's four and a half per game. Not too shabby. Third defenseman of the week. What do you think than- of those defensemen, Bill? Well, Roman Yossi probably outperforming his cousin, uh, I don't know, uh, Greek Yossi or uh, Italian Yossi, maybe. I don't know. Feels like a Mario character. Yes. Uh, Yossi. Anyway. But more, so here's a debate. 
Better okay. Roman, Yossi, or Hammerlick? Ooh, that's a good one. I think both we can have that. Probably, both probably better than Czechmonic. <laughs> and stuff, that, stuff, uh, stuff for and the that, debate, who's the best Roman? Good point. You could also throw in that uh, that new uh, pill for you know for people with uh, <laughs> <laughs> with problems. Yes, that have uh, yeah the vertical issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fourth Roman. We could do a, we could do a poll anyway. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of polls, <laughs> let's move on to Coley of the Week. <laughs> we have too much fun in the pod. Top goalie. Oh, Guess who it is at the top, Bill? It's Kevin Lankinen. Lank daddy. 34 points on the week in three games. Even had a loss in there. 11.33 points per game. All three of the top goalies this week had over 11 points per game. Goodness. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, usually up there. Plays for Ottawa in the league. Winnipeg in real life, of course. And then another Minnesota goalie having a good week. This time it's Cam Talbot causing all kinds of problems in the start or sit category as far as Empire Hockey Association owners are concerned. But he's on Quebec, and that's big news for uh, um, for Joe. If he can have Talbot running hot, his rest of his team loves to lay the lumber and they can score as well, could be big down the, down the stretch of the playoffs. The problem is, Bill, who's going to play for Minnesota? You can add some of that or no? Okay. No, no. I, I, good question. <laughs> I, you is, just gestured. Is. That gesture is not going to show up on the podcast. Bill gestured with like yes, the, the palms yes. up guy. Yes. And I said, yeah, turn that into, <laughs> into words, please. When you're uh, on a video Zoom, you forget sometimes that you need to speak. Yes, correct. Yeah, Ju, Ju Saros was the honorable mention. He had 10 points per game, almost 11 uh, for Nashville. Also looks like a little bit banged up there. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood was on the waiver wire all year. He co- turned in a cool 8.08 points per game, 24 total on the week. The 24-year-old was – he's on a team now. He's on the real-life New Jersey Devils as well as the EHA Devils. And for the first time, um, let's tell you who our rookie of the week is, Bill. It is Pius Suter from Chicago, 17.75 uh. points on the year, 4.45 Per game, three goals, two assists, and on the bench, of, and on the bench of the team that owned him, if I recall properly, in the Slack this week for Montreal, there was chatter about that as well. Honorable mention to I don't know if I'm saying this right, Eli uh, Tolvanen of the Nashville Predators had a big week, sixteen and a half points for the California Golden Seals. Bill, yeah, that rookie production was indeed on Montreal's bench, but it didn't matter because he still beat me by. 28 points. Yeah, that's not hard to do. We know this nope. year Bill's team is not really trying. Let's get to <laughs> the standings, Bill. We talked about it at the top of the show, but uh, the lone drama remaining in Empire Hockey, in in or out postseason-wise, and while there's an outside shot at the Rangers getting in, I believe uh, they need three wins and three losses from Buffalo. Uh, to leapfrog the Sabres there. They're five points back. My Minnesota North Stars at 30 points are three points back over the Sabres at 33. That tie coming could come in handy for Buffalo uh, if things are equal this week between myself. Or, you know, if, if my team goes two and one, he only has to win one game right. to stay in the playoffs. Uh, so let's get to the matchups on that one, Bill. 
my team, my week is difficult. I'm playing the division leading Penguins at 20 and 10. Uh, the would be division leading Anaheim Ducks are 23 and 7, if not for the Winnipeg being 25 and 5. And then I get to play New Jersey, who is 11 and 19. Uh, right now, the Devils are in fourth place in the AT&T Lily Patrick uh, division. As we the, go ahead, the, though. the AT&T Lily Patrick, one of those divisions where the division lead is one game separating the uh, first place team and the second place team. As you face Pittsburgh, as you mentioned, and right. the Hot Flyers are now one game behind, 19 and 11. There, so a battle there between uh, you know who wins the AT&T Lily. Um, where the Penguins, as you said, they get they or the Flyers get Houston, Winnipeg, and Detroit. So for the Flyers have their work cut out for them because those are three yeah. juggernaut teams that they have to we'll face get, this week. We'll get to the division stuff in one second. I just yeah. want to finish this thought on Buffalo and myself. Um, Sorry, yes. No no problem. Buffalo yeah. plays California Golden Seals, which this Not is good where, for you. This, this yeah. is where you're saying this is where I'm showing you that I need a miracle here. Yeah. Um they play Cal, Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa, where, why am I not pulling this up? Yes, the there, Ottawa Senators. Yep, I see that. And, and Patrick. And the Islanders. Yes. So, standings-wise, the, the way this shakes out, theoretically, he should, uh, Alexis should go 2-1, and one, and I should go 1-2, and two, and make no doubt about what's going on here. But, if I can somehow manage to go 2-1, and one, he goes 0-3, oh or I go 3-0, oh, uh, he would only still need to... Oh, he didn't win two games at that point, I believe, or tie one. Yes, Again. let's not let's the, not get into the ties. Tie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't need to get into more ties, even though they're possible. Anyway, yeah, Bill, let's I'll continue on to what you were talking about there. The two division leads, which stand at one game or two points um, in each of those divisions. You mentioned Pittsburgh with a two point lead on the Philadelphia Flyers, coming on hot here, nineteen and eleven for the Fly Guys. And then uh, six points behind the lead is the Islanders, who are squarely in postseason play, um, uh, but not in in line to try and win that division. Right. And the other tight division that Bill also already mentioned is uh, the Nicorette Patch Adams division where Quebec at 21 and nine, 42 points leads Montreal, their buddies from Buffalo. There's all kinds of bragging rights on the line going on in Western New York. And Quebec has to face ducks, Houston, Winnipeg. Yeah. So So it's going to be a challenge to win the division. Yeah. Which is why it's all that more important that Talbot stays in and he sticks with him. Or I believe he also has Markstrom up in Calgary, uh, what's his what's his uh, form been like? Because I don't know who Markstrom. Markstrom, he's kind of been in a, done a downturn. I think I can look that up right now. I f- I feel like you're correct about that. Let's see. Markstrom last seven days. Oof. Oh and three. <laughs> well, oh and three. F- a total of four point seven five points. One and a half per game. Over the last two weeks, he has 5.25 points per game, 0.88. Yeah, it's basically Talbot or bust right now. Which, so, in to you know, to Joe's credit and to his, you know, joy, Talbot's come on strong. He had a 19 and a half point, 37 safe shutout against St. Louis uh, last week, helping him to one of the top spots in the in the uh, in the league. 
right? Last last two weeks, he's got 43 points. That'll do it. You need 20 points a week from your goalie is solid production. And that's what he needs at this point. I was one of the groups that had zero this week because my team had COVID. Oh, Montreal. Yes. Yeah, I had one player involved in that. It was uh, Brennan Gallagher. As I quickly take a look at my roster because lineups – need to be locked for some games right am i, am I wrong here we got some we got some seven o'clock on monday pretty sure yes we do islanders pittsburgh puck drop at seven might throw that on justin hall and the edmonton oilers take on or in the toronto maple leafs take on the edmonton oilers at seven as well so do the very lowly buffalo sabers and the philadelphia flyers and pens and isles I already mentioned going off as well yeah so some seven o'clock games make sure you get your lineup set there big weeks trying to make the playoffs trying to jockey for a position in the playoffs there's make or break yeah exactly bill before we get to next part of the show i'd like to remind everyone that today's episode is sponsored uh by the money docs game changers now streaming on disney plus that's why i'm wearing the jersey to help promote the beautiful show they put together and also buy Jelly's Cookies. If you're in the greater Houston area and need delicious treats, you can call Jelly's Cookies or order online. Enter Fur to Bill to receive 25% off your first order. Offer not available at all locations. Bill, back to the pod. Yes. Uh, we got plenty of hockey to be played here. A lot of teams playing four games this week, some threes, but it's really, we're not seeing any kind of the big makeup uh, groupings that we might need to see at the end of the year. That might come in, in play, during playoff time, but we're not 100% it, sure how that's going to work. It could. I mean, there's been a tiny bit of that COVID pause, but really, like, Montreal is the really only noteworthy one, I feel like. Maybe Boston lost a couple, like, two weeks ago, I think. But in like, a while, right. But yeah. whoever Montreal is supposed to play, right, there's got to be some game there. Correct, yes. So, that, and you're right. It's some, some of that little things impact the playoffs when we get to that point. Bill, I got, some, I got an IPA here from Lord Hobo. I have a Nestle Pure Life bottled water. Well, you're working, so not now, but soon. Well, kind of, sort of. Yeah, sort. Yeah, sort. Yeah, you can have you can have Nestle. I can have this beer. Fair. I like it. All right. So we've gone over those kind of uh, the big uh, matchups that we have going on here. Uh, who are you playing this week, Bill? Um. Let's see. I have the Sharks, the Blues, and the Rangers. So the 10-20 Sharks, the 10-19-1 Blues, and the 14-16 Rangers. And it will be a battle between myself and the Coyotes to see who has the low record entering the uh, Yoss tournament. Uh, um, I'm 3-27, and and Phoenix is (laughs) 2-28. So we shall see. Uh, anything off the waiver wire of any interest? Curtis McDermott just couple, got picked up. A couple former Capitals got picked up. Sabres picked up Haglin. Uh, Kyle Ogpozo made his way onto the Canadians. Um, Calvin Pickard got picked up by the Coyotes. So um, uh, I remember that happened. I think he dropped Riddick. Yeah, Riddick's uh, gone, which is yeah. my old, <laughs> old member of my squad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we got uh, some injury news out of the North Stars. Uh, Jason Zucker is back from a long injury. 
Not even sure it's worth putting back in the lineup, but we'll see. And um, obviously the trade deadline has come and gone, but uh, yeah, Poso, Bill, I was going to mention, I I know you talked about it, but he started to play a little bit and put up actual positive fantasy points for, for once. Yeah, and given that he now has six on the season, I think probably three or four of them came within the last week or two. So <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, these things are bound to happen from time to time. He's getting paid a million dollars per point. That's pretty good, I think. Yes, yeah. yes. He's close, to, he's close to one, I think. Goodness, yeah. Uh, was it? I think this past week it was two goals and assist. I think it's two goals and assist his last three games, if I remember right. So That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good uh bill i'm not sure if we're gonna get jelly on I, ho- I was hoping you'd come on to promote his cookie production business but that's okay if he doesn't he said he was busy just remember fur to bill when your order for 25 percent off that's exactly right uh let's look at the uh let's find our matchup of the week um anything that sticks out for you we can talk about some it doesn't be your number one but maybe some ones that are important you think well, there were several in that mix uh, right. when we mentioned earlier of the teams that are like in the playoffs because, I mean, just looking at, you know, those impactful teams, Ducks play Houston, Ducks play Detroit, uh, um, Winnipeg has the Penguins, Houston, and Detroit. So some of those top teams – no, that's not – no, I'm dumb. I'm, I'm again in the wrong spot. That's okay. Um, Winnipeg – where is it? Winnipeg has Quebec – uh, Philly and New Jersey. Um, Philly is the one battling for that division. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of really good games. I don't know. I'm sure there is like an elite matchup out there, but like, yeah, just there's looking at like a, it, there's just a lot of really solid matchups. There's almost like a round robin here. You have Montreal playing Houston, uh, Montreal playing Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Philly, Philly playing Houston. Philly playing Winnipeg, Philly playing Detroit. Detroit like it's right. like, like there's like a jumble. I can't even like mentally wrap my head around that. Like as far as like how many teams are playing each other at the same time, they're playing someone else vying for that that uh, that top spot in the well, league yeah, in the division. Yeah, in Quebec again, also in that mix too. So yeah, right, they're Quebec, all yeah. all muddled right in there. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could flip a coin, and one of those is probably your matchup of the week. I have to think. All right, so the, the question on everyone's mind, Bill and by that I mean only Tom's, is will Chicago get to 30 wins? And they only need one more to do it. They're 29-1. and one. The uh, question is, will they, lose, will they lose a game this week and not get 32 wins? Boston, Islanders, and California Golden Seals? I have to think it's going to happen. They're going to get to 30. Um, Boston's been playing sneakily well, but maybe not well, well enough. Islanders could give him a game. It would make Patrick's season if he pulled that off this week. I think he. I think he hates that Tom is team is so good more than anyone else. Maybe does, I do get that impression. Uh, I was gonna say maybe um, other than Spatty or potentially potentially me. I don't like it. Uh. Also, Potts is the new uh, new owner of the uh, the Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, who's come in and sold for for the future seasons, and yeah, I'm sure he's got a lot of draft picks out of this. So do you, right? You 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 guys are both kind of trying to pick up some 
some picks along the way here. We have, yeah. I've, I've made a few of those in the last few weeks. Looking at the upcoming rookie round picks for Arizona, two firsts, two seconds, two thirds. That's pretty good. The key for them, of course, will be and, – and a first in 2022, um, two of them total. Uh, the key for them is going to be performing well in the, in the next uh, round of playoffs because it, 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 it doesn't help just to get into that tournament. You actually have to perform in it. So, well, uh, it, And I'm hoping to not have still the most fantasy points allowed um, you know, when that time comes, which I still have allowed the most points this year. But by the news, it's facing me. So. Right. The good news for the first round of that is you, everyone's kind of dumped into a pool and then just like the cream rises to the top there. So there's no, nothing points against why it's going to hurt you other than people passing you uh, to get to that top eight of that. Uh, but yeah, let's go over that a little bit because I know we'll talk about it more next week when it starts. But the top 12 teams, right, will make it to the actual playoffs. Top four get buys, um, five through 12 play in the first week the other if you're gonna do quick math 14 teams in the league now all get dumped into a pile and then the top eight so six teams get eliminated out of that uh first grouping in the second round of the tournament the lottery tournament we call it the lottery tournament now because it's, it is just winning in the tournament only gives you best odds it doesn't give you exactly the number one pick um so once those eight teams will then play down just like the playoffs will all the way down uh, to one with that team getting the top uh, odds at the Wait, top pick. So is there, does that mean I don't even get into the uh, draft pick tournament if I'm that bad? No, no. All 14 teams get in. That first week uh, you will get um, – it might even be two. I might be. Yeah, I think it's it'll do two weeks of that because there's two there's two weeks on the end for the title game of the uh, regular playoffs, but not for the this tournament. So there'll be two weeks of just fourteen teams duking it out to have the top okay, to be yeah, the top yeah, eight, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And then those eight will be seated one through eight, and they'll play down in single elimination fashion the to rest the rest of the way. Um, whereas in the Regular playoffs round, you obviously have the buys. Then those top seeds will draw into that. Um, the final championship round of the pro actual playoffs you need to come up with a better name for. Are we, do we call the the pick tournament the pick tournament or because some people refer to it as the yoffs, but yoffs is just short for playoffs. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what people are referring to when they say yoffs, except for that it's. I think that should be the Yoffs two sponsored by Jelly's Cookies. Mm. That's why you, that's why you're the best, Bill. Very so the, the actual playoff tournament is Yoffs, and then Yoffs second two. one's Yoffs two sponsored by Jelly's sponsored Cookies. By Jelly's Cookies. Yes. There's always room for one more. Correct. That's the tagline. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I'm doing it. Jelly's marketing for him, but I like it. Someone's got to do it. That's what friends are for. Anyway, so yes, Yoffs, Yoffs, Yoffs. You the, the the final championship game is two weeks long. Whereas on the other side of things, Yoffs two sponsored by Jelly's Cookies. Um, um, One week. The, the first week is yeah. the, the first week is two weeks. The first round of 
uh, jockeying with all 14 teams in it. That way we get the, the most out of, out of that on the front side. Anyway, so that's how that goes down. Excited to see how things line up next week, except for the fact that I need a miracle to make the actual playoffs. We'll be missing it for the first time ever. Although we've only actually had one playoff tournament come to its conclusion due to a global pandemic. Yes. Where the Ducks took home the Coupal Cup last year. We most certainly or almost certainly will have a Coupal Cup champion for real uh, this year. And uh, just like I said, trying to hold on there is Buffalo, who was our inaugural champion. Uh, Alexa was on the pod earlier uh, this year. And uh, maybe we'll have him on again if he makes the playoffs and he can rub it in my face live on YouTube. Guests always welcome. Mm-hmm. And I believe it looks like Jelly's not going to make it, Bill. But that's fine. We'll have him on at some point here. Darn. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. And uh, before we go, Bill, any thoughts here heading into the final round of the regular season? Oh, uh, man. Uh, it, it will be neat, at least from the fantasy perspective, like you said, with several teams getting like three and four games in this week. So, I mean, it could be interesting at the end of the week to see point producers, like the top point producers at the end of the week. We could have some 30-point guys probably again by the end of the week, 30, 40-point guys maybe. Awesome. Always, yep. always neat. Always fun to see. Uh, did you get your hits numbers in, Bill? Well, I didn't get all of them in, but I did see that uh, Montreal had uh, like 100 – I think it was 117 or some ridiculous nice. number like that. I think it was Montreal and Pittsburgh. Montreal had – Montreal That's had 109, up. but That's Pittsburgh up, had 116. Yeah, so kudos again to the Penguins and the Canadians for their excellent checking. Nice hitting, guys. Yeah. That'll do it for our show once again. Uh, this is the Empire Hockey Podcast for the Bill. That's him over there. I am the commission. Perry, once again, thanks for listening and a happy hockey, happy hockey to everyone. Let's get out of here, Bill. Roman check monitor.